Thanks for listening to a new episode of Standby Secrets. This is Matt. And this is Millie. <laughs> and today we have a guest. And I know you guys really like these episodes, and so do we. Yeah, absolutely. Alyssa's on today. Um, she, we work together, and she has some really fun stories and some awesome international non-rev stories to talk about today. So why don't you introduce yourself, Alyssa? Well, hi, everyone. My name is Alyssa, and I work with Matt. I'm new to the airline industry, but yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. and go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I worked with you for one week. <laughs> yep. Oh, I then, didn't even know that. Yeah. I, you I was, left me. I know. I was oh, yeah, she trained them in for like interview. just barely. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm It's I'm basically gone. Millie's replacement. You <laughs> yep, can think of it like yep. that. <laughs> Millie said, bye, I don't want to be here with you. No. Was it, was it something that Alyssa did? <laughs> I know, what get did it all I do? Out you guys are terrible. I thought I was being nice, but... So tell us how you got interested, how you even came into this job, how you got interested. If you, are, are you interested in the industry? I I kind of take it. You you and some of the other uh, people we work with are really into like non-rev and things like that. So tell us about you, kind of your story, um, how you came here and how you came to this type of work. Yeah, so I'm definitely interested in the airline industry because I love traveling and I don't know, I feel like that's the part of my life because I went to school in America but I didn't grow up here so like flying is just like something that I do a lot like going home to see my family and coming back to school and all that so um, I actually got an internship at another airline but then COVID happened so then what that airline ended up was happening. it I don't know should I say it yeah I mean, you, didn't, you didn't work there You're so gone, who cares yeah. <laughs> um, so I got an internship with Southwest in Dallas oh cool like that's I was in you Texas you were in Dallas um, okay yeah but then COVID happened and so I didn't get to do it, and um. they weren't, like, going to do it remote or anything like that, so I was like, oh, well. And then so I just had, like, a pause in, like, the whole, like, airline thing, and then I got back into it early this year, and then now I'm here. That's awesome. Yeah. What kind of, I'm curious. What department was it going to be at Southwest? Um, it was... I don't know, actually. I don't remember. That's fine. <laughs> no worries. It never happened, so... Maybe, yep. I think it was, like... Cargo revenue, okay, or okay. like management. Got it, got it. Okay, cool, I don't cool. Know. I don't remember. So, what what kind of drew you to the airline industry? But you said travel. What, what do you remember your first trip? Like, how young have you been traveling since? Well, I traveled a lot since I was like really little with my family. I think my first flight was like before I turned one. Wow, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah, they said I was good. I just slept the whole way. Oh, that's good. Do you still do yeah. that? Are you able to sleep right now? Yeah, like straight before the plane takes off. Wow. Asleep. Did you say where you're from yet? I don't remember. Yeah, so I grew up in Indonesia, and that's where I'm from. Did you, like, fly a lot in that area or just mainly to the U.S.? So growing up, like, we flew around Indonesia, and then, like, we took some international trips to, like, Japan and China and all that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and then my first time in the U.S. was when I started my freshman year. So that was my first, like, longest flight. Okay. And um, do you have, growing up, did you have any, like, really memorable um, experiences flying? Any favorite airlines or anything like that just kind of, like, in your in your past that you, like, maybe inspired you to interest be interested in the industry? Or is it just, like, kind of everything? I think it's a bit of everything. But I remember one of our family trips, we went to Japan, and they had those, like, Sanrio planes what is it? Like with the Hello Kitty and all like the cats. Oh, <laughs> that is so, so cool. Yeah, it was so cute because our food was like Hello Kitty and then like the plane was like pink. Like it was fun. 
That's nine. awesome. I was like nine or something. I don't, I don't remember. Wow, you've been traveling. Wow, since you were a baby, baby. Like basically your whole life. Yeah, I guess. And did you have anyone in your family that was in the airline industry? and Or it was just like you guys were just like out there traveling? No, it was just, it's me now. <laughs> I'm the pioneer. The pioneer. I love that. I love that. So, um, I, obviously, growing up, a lot of travel. Now you're in the airlines, and you did an internship at our airline. Now you're here full time. Um, what about your? Would you have the first non-rev trip? Did you? Did you non-rev a lot as an? Uh, sorry, as an intern. I did. Because I was an intern too. Yeah, I did non-rev a lot, and it was super fun. The benefits weren't the same because we had to like pay more. Wait, what? Yeah. Basically, interns get, like, buddy passes is what it is. You didn't pay. I didn't have to pay. What? What? How? Oh, they just give it to us for free. It wasn't a buddy pass. You had to email the pass bureau to do it. Oh, wait. Yes, yes, yes. But we didn't have to pay. Yeah, sorry. That's that's correct. Yep. I don't know why. It's actually less. (laughs) Yeah, it was was like that. And then my boyfriend would have to pay for a buddy pass. Oh, yes. But then now we both don't have to. That's nice. Okay, yeah. so first, do you remember your first non-rev trip then as an intern? I think it was just to Dallas or something. Okay. So it was just a super quick flight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing crazy. Cool. And what what other places did you go as a non-rev, uh, as an intern, I guess? Well, as an intern, we could only go, like, domestic, so. Yep. Well, um, you could go international, just, like, a few places, though. That's where, true. Where, where we go international. <laughs> that's true, but I think... I don't know. It's either they weren't flying there that time or we just didn't have time to go. I don't know. But I guess the furthest we went was Puerto Rico. Oh, that's nice. Puerto Rico was nice. We, mm-hmm. you yeah, went to I haven't Puerto, been to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is really nice. Highly recommend it. Absolutely. Super underrated, I feel like. Yeah, it was super fun. The thing was, the flight was a layover. So then we were going to leave like Wednesday night and then come back Sunday and still be there for like a couple of days. Yeah. But our first leg got delayed that we wouldn't make it to the second leg. So then we were like, Oh dang, now we have to wait till like Thursday or Friday. And then we were like, Oh, whatever. We'll just still go. And then we went, but the flight was so long. So we were in Puerto Rico for like a day. Oh oh yeah. I think you're telling me about that. But I was like, whatever, like we're already there. So like, doesn't matter. Like now do you book your hotel to hotel? Like, beforehand? So, like, did you lose money on, on, on stay? No, usually we just, like, book it when we get there, when we know we're there. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah, because, I don't know, I noticed there really isn't that many, like much difference. So then we just make sure we get there and then book it. I don't know. I think I've definitely it's, seen much of it. But do difference. you have an idea, though, of what you're going to pay before you get on the flight, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, they're all $300. No, we look for it, and then it's like once we make it to the flight, then we book it because we know we're going to be there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And is your boyfriend a domestic partner on your benefits or just a companion? He's a domestic partner. Okay, can yeah. you talk a little bit about how, like, what they needed for that? Yeah, so... What they need for that, they have, like, a list of things. And I think you have to either, like, be on the same lease or have, like, the domestic partner, like, government paperwork and then two other documents. And they have, like, a list, like, electricity bill or mm. I heard the bank account. The bank, yeah, doing it through a bank, bank account, account is pretty simple. Yeah. Of I course, think, it's different every company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just, like, interested to know because I, I, I never saw anyone do a domestic partner yet. How often were you would you say when you first started non-roving, like, how often and how far into your internship were you non-roving? Was it once a month or, like, every other week? 
probably like every other week or I th- at one point it was like almost every week. I'm almost <laughs> at my 50th flight this year. Oh, that's that's good. Wow. wow. And yeah. when did you start at Frontier? It wasn't at the beginning of the year, was it? January. Oh, it was. Okay. So basically the whole year in 50 flights. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Wow. Okay. So you go from your internship. Now you work here and now you also have full benefits for non-revving. Um, tell me about some of the, the trips that you've taken. You, from my understanding, you've been flying domestically in our airline a bit, and then now you just took your first Z trips? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I You've already told me this story, but you have to tell us the story of the first Z trip. And listen, I... I was I was like she was asking me all these questions because it's you have to explain the whole where everybody in your family needed to be and everything like that. But it was complex, to be fair. And you were trying to work through some challenging things and successful in some parts, not successful in others. Um, But break down the whole story for me, where we're going, what airlines, who's trying to go where, because it's it's a pretty complex one. It is. (laughs) Okay, so how it all started was my brother went to school in London, and he graduated a year, a year and a half ago, but he never went to, like, a graduation ceremony because of, like, COVID and everything. So every year we're like, oh, maybe this year we'll try to go, this year we'll try to go, whatever. Um, But flights from Indonesia are just really expensive, so we were like, okay, maybe this is, like, the right year for it. Plus, we everybody needed visas, and that takes time. And then so this year everybody applied for their visa early. They bought my brother a ticket, and then me, my boyfriend, and my parents were just going to non-rev. Because, like, we'll just make sure we leave early enough to give, like, room for that. How hard was it to get the visas and everything set up like that for the UK? It's not It's not difficult. It just takes time. So you just have to apply for like it. Like, how, how long advanced. would you say? And obviously most, like, people from the U.S. don't need the visa, yeah. but other like, countries would. A month and a half to two months Oh, before. really? Yeah. Oh, Even wow. for you? I thought yours was much quicker. It just depends, like, where you're applying from and, like, that stuff. But I okay. would plan... Plan far in advance. Two months because like they take your passport and you can't do. How does that now? I think we haven't talked about this before. How does that work when you don't already have the flight and everything for the visa for non-revving? Right. So you say you're going to non-rev. How does that work? Did they require flight proof of a flight or anything? No, to book a non-rev flight, they don't ask for anything. No, no, no. For the visa, for the visa itself, do they have have to show that you have a trip plan for the the flights? Did your parents like book anything or did you book anything or you didn't have to really show proof of a flight? You you do, but like a itinerary is like enough. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so you don't need to really have the hotel on the flight. You say, I want to go to the UK on this date for this reason. Yeah, and I would just like send screenshots of where I would be staying or which flight I would be taking. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you yeah. there was no like real ticket that you needed to send? I didn't do it. Okay, well, that's <laughs> good to know. That's good to know because I think... I don't know. I was under the impression that you had to have the ticket already booked or something. Well, or... this is really good to know because there are articles that say that U.S. passports are going to need um, visas for Europe next year. Starting. Well, it, that's ETSA. So basically, it's a, a a pre-authorization, but it's not a visa. Yeah, it's like it's fat, not like much a, faster not re- to get than yeah. Than I think months. I heard it's going to take like two seconds. Yeah, and yeah. Lasts, like, like an online thing. Your whole lifetime. You just have to <laughs> you have to do it before you go because Korea implemented that too. You have mm-hmm. to just do it before you go, so that shouldn't be too hard. Okay, so your your guy you guys got your visas and then your parents are on and and your sister wanted to go too, right? Yes. So we all wanted to go, and then we all got our visas and then 
we bought my brother a ticket because he didn't have like benefits. Only me and my parents did. And then I was going to fly from here and then my parents were going to fly from Indonesia. So Denver to London, which is easy because mm-hmm. there's a direct flight. Yeah. And then my parents were going to fly Indonesia to London. And obviously they don't recommend you non-revving for like occasions. Yeah. But they they were going to fly like further out enough to like have enough chances. And the tickets were They were like insane. They 3K, were like 3k, right? At least 3k. Yeah, like an insane amount and like as long as like somebody was there with my brother, like it's <laughs> they're fine with it. And they knew, like, what they were getting themselves into, but we didn't expect all of this to happen. So talk about what your parents went through, your sister, and then what, you know, what how you, how you got over there. Yes. So my parents were going to fly Emirates from Bali to Dubai and then Dubai to London. So it's, like, a pretty easy flight. But all the flights were full. Like, every single flight, they tried like six times and they were all fully booked and in the international flights in asia you can't wait at the gate you wait at the check-in counter and then they call you like in the last hour yeah Yeah. oh wow you gotta run through i I think yeah and so it's just interesting because sometimes people could still be in the airport but like not show up for their plane or like i don't know you miss your layover or something so there were so many people flying standby, so they would just, like, stand there, and they'd start calling people's name, and then, like, they wouldn't get called. And so, I mean, that's just how the process is. So six times. Is that over just one day or a couple of days? No, it was over a couple of days because every day they would have two flights from, like, oh one, at, yeah, one at 10 p.m. and one at 1 a.m., so they would just, like, so stay minimum for the whole three thing. days they were just camping yeah. out at the airport <laughs> okay not camping out they could go home <laughs> i know what they went, that's they that was a good home. thing how far away but did they live from the airport we live close like 30 oh, okay. minutes so it's oh, not like not the bad. worst yeah okay yeah so as they were trying to do this they have all their bags packed i just feel so <laughs> no. bad no literally it was i felt bad but and, and and let's get this clear there is not a lot of options from bali they could have what about was it was um was etihad an option I don't remember. The thing is, I I checked every single route and I checked every other close city, but everything was just fully booked. And like, you can go from Singapore. You High can go season from, like, too, right? <laughs> yeah, and at least if they try from Indonesia, like they can go home. But yep. if they're in Singapore over a span of like however many days, and they would have home, to buy the flight to. Well, I think there was one. They they had the yeah. one flight. It's not like the worst price flight, but yeah. if they were both fully booked anyway, like there's no reason they can't just like do it from home. Like, right. Maybe, yeah. So then what about your sister? Let's talk about like what we tried to do, what we looked at, because it was tough. Yeah, so my sister actually does have benefits, but she's a companion for somebody else's. And then over just the period of time, we were trying to figure all of it out. And finally, we found out that there was like a recent change in the agreement. For British Airways. Oh, yeah, no. that companions couldn't go. So then... Without, like without, without the main person. Yeah, I, without I see, the employee. So she was like, okay, whatever, like, next time, because we can still go whenever. And we did look, and the only option was Kuwait Airways through Kuwait. And you need a visa to enter Kuwait, and the timing of the flight was pretty bad. Like, you had to stay there, like, a day and stuff. It was not good. And then I think we still had to buy the ticket from Bali to Kuwait. So I definitely was just, like, not No, it was Bali—oh, was it Bali to Kuwait, or was it Bali to— Singapore or something. It w- it was complex and it wasn't worth it. This is I we talked about this last episode. 
companion benefits are not the same as yeah. your parents and your domestic partner slash spouse. Yeah. It's like not bad for domestic, but for yeah. international, you basically can't get any. Well, and maybe other airlines are better, but ours is uh, pretty weak. And... So my boyfriend and I were going to go from Denver to London. So we checked in in the check-in counter because we couldn't check in online for like international flights for this airline. So we got to the check-in counter. We asked them, okay, like what are our chances and all that stuff just to confirm what we already knew about like how the flight looks. And then they were like, oh yeah, you'll be fine. Like we'll see you up there. Okay. So they gave us just standby boarding passes. We went through security, got to the gate. And while we were waiting, I was just talking to the gate agent. I'm like, Hey, like what does the flight look like? Like how many people are checked and everything. And they were like, the flight is full. What? And I was like, like what over the span of 30 minutes the flight is full and i was like <laughs> okay it's whatever like how many people checked in and she's like everybody checked in i'm like that's a lie i don't believe that if i was a like okay i mean that does happen like I've everyone been in checked flights. in and they said that they were fine at the checking counter and then so i went back to my seat and i was telling my boyfriend i'm like okay we went from we were for sure going to now we might not go and so we were already deciding that if only one of us could go, like, who's going first? Because we still had the next day to try it because we, again, like, we tried to leave further out in advance that we have, like, a backup plan. But then we were like, okay, like, that's the plan. Who was going to go? Just curious. Yeah, I want to know. Was it you? Because, yeah. Because your family, it was your family's thing. Yeah. And then it was just, like, I don't know. And he's pretty capable, it seems like, on the matter of too. Yes, he is capable. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's pretty, I don't know, what's a better word for it? I don't know. He's, he's proficient yeah yeah um and so it wasn't a big deal like who goes first as long as we both somehow make it there and then so we waited and then we waited and then i think it was like the manager who like got up there because they finally closed like check-in or something downstairs and then my boyfriend went up to them and somehow they just gave us like boarding passes so we were like okay great and that's good advice be persistent it seems like kind but persistent don't let them forget about you or blow you off because uh, one of our coworkers, like Air France, just like kind of blew him off and just told him, "No, you didn't get in the flight." Like, yeah, some of these international airlines, they don't. I don't think they have the same kindness for non-revs. Not everything, but some of them, I think. Um, you just have to really be on top of it because they'll just like leave you, even if it's not I, even full. If they, well, even if it's not full. I don't understand. It's so out of I, their way. I, maybe well, maybe they don't get good benefits or something like that. You know what I mean? That that might be something like that. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but so we got our passes, and then we boarded the plane, and then we sat. Usually, I don't think that we make the flight until the plane starts moving because, honestly, like, anything can still happen yep. between, like, when you get in that plane until the plane literally starts moving. So then I was like, okay, we're good. We're seated. We got to sit beside each other great whatever it's gonna be like a what nine hour flight or something like that and then we were seated we were like said we were talking to like the person behind like not behind beside us and then we were like okay we're gonna make it so i was telling everybody like sending like selfies and everything oh my gosh <laughs> just updating updating my friends <laughs> made it, it. check mark Go- going to make it <laughs> and then so we were waiting and then i think at one point they said like boarding is complete i don't really remember um and then a flight attendant came to us and the first thing she said was sorry and I was like, okay, they're definitely kicking us out of the plane. Like, they miscounted or something like that. And then she was like, oh, sorry, we have to move you. And I was like, yeah, they're definitely moving us to another flight or something. Like, I don't know. And so I was like, oh, like, sorry, like, move move to where? Like, I was just, like, I was just confused. You're not doing your British on. accent like you did for me. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that today. And then I was like, oh, like, sorry, move to where? 
as we were like getting up because we were like okay like we have to follow what she says and she's like oh we're just gonna like move you to the back and we were like oh okay like at this point I'll sit wherever in the plane I don't care as long as we make it Mm because we're already in it and then so we started moving to the back and then I was like oh I'm just curious like why why are we moving and we saw like two other person walking towards the front so I think we were like (laughs) switching spots and I was like why are we moving and she's like oh like let me let me like tell you in a second she brings us to, like, Timbuktu and, like, the back of the plane. And I was like, again, I don't care, like, where we sit, where we, like, we're sitting together, we're still in the plane, whatever. And then she was like, trying to explain to us, but I didn't really understand what she was saying, so I was sort of confused. But I eventually, like, picked it up that I think something happened in that seat <laughs> that, like, the previous passenger who switched with us didn't want to sit there anymore. But I, I just was confused because she was trying to, like, she was so apologetic about it, and so, like, I felt bad, but I didn't know what was going on. And basically we found out that there was that something happened to that seat and she was like oh we like replaced it blah blah, blah. and then apparently it was like somebody vomited on the seat and then it's no. clean and then it's clean but then they, they did can not still... re- and and british airways has cloth seats these are not leather well they said they replaced the seat i don't know what that there's means. no way there's no way seat. they didn't replace seats i don't think not like the I... same day like yeah not on the same flight like a met you need like a mechanic for that you know (laughs) yeah that's that's why i wasn't sure but i was like okay it's whatever like this i looked at the seat and it looks clean okay and apparently it was the people who switch just could still smell things Mm -hmm. so then they didn't want to sit there and i was like okay i mean that makes sense if you're a paid customer like you don't want to sit there but then i was just trying to figure out so who vomited on the seat like (laughs) that passenger or like was it the previous flight and it could have been like, like the turbulence coming to denver you know what i mean you yeah, know so, it's bumpy coming so in. So it is. Well, it is bumpy. Yeah, so it wasn't the passenger who switched with us, though. Which Maybe, yeah. I just don't think they would already start vomiting before the plane takes yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how it works. Anyway, so we sat on it, and then we were just like, oh, like, okay, that's fine, like, whatever. Um, We were just, like, super chill about it. Because the seats looked clean to me. Like, I didn't, we didn't notice anything. And then we just put, like, the blanket in one of the seats. Um, And so we were just like, okay, cool, whatever. And the plane started moving. Was it, like, wet at all? No, like, it was really? just okay. it was just fine. And so the plane started moving. We're like, okay, good. We're, like, making this flight. And then suddenly, we were just, like, me and my were like, hey, like, this is good. Nothing's nothing's wrong with it. And then, eventually, we did start smelling things. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, it's whatever. Like Your adrenaline has worn off. Whatever. You, like, you well, realize you're getting on the flight. Yeah, and then and now your senses are kicking back in. <laughs> I know, and we were like, okay, it's whatever. We're just going to, like, sleep through it. And then I started seeing things. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's not. It's nothing. Like, it was just an aisle. <laughs> that's, not, that's not saliva dripping down. Okay, but what, 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 like, there's nothing we could do. And so we were just like, it's whatever. And then the flight attendant came back to, like, stop by. And we were just like, oh, like, do you have any more, like, wipes or anything? And she was, like, super, super nice. So, like, I just, like, felt bad. Because I'm sure she didn't want to have to do that. But, like, whatever. Like... And then so she came back with more wipes and, like, coffee bags. So, you know how the coffee smells, like, so yeah. strong. So we just, like, wiped things down. And then we were like, oh, is there any chance there's, like, other seats or something? And she was like, oh, no, like, the flight is full, blah, blah. And we are like, okay, like, that's fine. And then so we were just, like, chilling, whatever. And then so we were just sitting, and it was, like, a couple minutes. Like, eventually we started, like, forgetting about it. It's, like, whatever. And then we were just, like, curious, like, literally who vomited? <laughs> like, when did this happen? And, like, what? I don't know. What's whatever. And then she came back to us and was like, oh, we have, like, this two seats in, like, premium economy. Like, 
do you want to move? Heck yeah. And we were like, why are you asking us? Like, get us the right <laughs> <laughs> And then we were like, oh my God, yeah, like for sure. Like, if you don't mind, like we'd love to do that. And then she's like, okay, like it's all the way in the front. Just like go there and you'll see these twins, these heats. And we just like got up and like started walking. Dude, that's and so funny. Did you pass the people? <laughs> we did. We did. Did you look at them? We did. I was like, oh, should we like, I don't know. Make what, a vomiting what? emoji. <laughs> 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 the thing is, we don't know who vomited though. We don't know. Because it could have been like the flight before them. And if I was them and I paid for that seat, yeah. like that's fair yeah. for them to But if they that. had been the one that puked and then they moved and made other passengers <laughs> yeah. switch, that's effed up. Yeah, that, that, that sort of is. But I don't, I don't think it was them. At the same time, I was like, okay, there was also other standbys. Like, why was it us that got moved? But I'm sure <laughs> we were like last on yeah. the list or something. So like, whatever. It's just funny that you guys got the better seats, the premium economy, and not the paid customer. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't switch it like that. But I don't know. Maybe like there was a last minute, like people didn't show up or something. Mm. So we got all the way to the front and we were like, oh, they said we were like, they were moving us to this cabin. Like, which, like, where are we sitting? And there was like two seats in the front and like the flight attendant was super nice. They're like, oh, like sit right here. And so we were just talking to him, and, like, they were super, super nice. And then the flight attendant who, like, originally moved us came back and was like, oh, we're still trying to, like, figure out if we can give you guys, like, the premium economy food. We're, like, literally, like, don't worry about it. Like, we don't care. Like, oh, okay. Like, we're just happy to be here. <laughs> and then, like, all the other flight attendants, like, started, like, coming up to us and, like, apologizing. And we're like, literally, like, it's, we don't care. Like, we're just, we're happy to be here. Like, it's not a big deal. What's your best like, champagne? Thank you. Bring it to me. <laughs> Like, Your most expensive you. item. <laughs> yeah, we we're like, thank you for like moving us. Like that was so nice and whatever. And they were just super chill. So I don't know. I think it's we were also just like nice about it, and we were just like super chill about it. So I think they were also like being more. I don't know, like inclined to like help us out. Cause, yeah. Like, I feel like if we were rude and like, oh, for like sure. let them stay in the like, yeah, they would seats. be like, Who I ain't moving. I ain't <laughs> yeah. moving. Because I feel like they're not. You see that number on the boarding pass? <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like they're not obligated to, like, do anything. So, I don't know. Probably was just, like, good karma that we were just, like... Yeah. We were just happy to make it. I want to know how long you were sitting in puke seats. Puke seats. Okay. I really don't think they puked on the seat. Okay, I fine. Think it we'll was, call like, it around the seats. Puke aroma seat. It was literally probably, like, 20 minutes. Like, oh, really? Long. Yeah. Oh, I think really as good. soon as the flight took off, they, like, moved us. Um. So, yeah. Was it... Was it much better seating, like, in terms of, like, comfort for premium economy from economy? Yeah, it was definitely way comfier. Um, yeah, it was good. And they never ended up giving you guys food? No, no, they did. They okay. did give us, I think they did give us the, like, premium economy food. I mean, I wouldn't know the difference, but <laughs> I, think, I think it was that. I told her, don't worry about it, I don't care. <laughs> okay, that's good to hear. Okay, so you made the graduation, I take it. No, that's what you'd think. But so <laughs> I thought you made it. <laughs> what? No, I told you. No, just uh, retell I missed that. it. Retell we'll continue. <laughs> Short-term memory, so, sorry. So anyways, so me and my boyfriend, we made it to London. We landed, and my mom was like, okay, like, call me right now as you land. Because they knew we were on the flight. So I, I called her, and then they were, like, freaking out. Basically, my brother didn't make it on his flight. Oh. But I thought he paid. Yeah, exactly. So we were like, what happened but basically what happened was the flight that we bought was from Kuala Lumpur to London so he was already in Kuala Lumpur we just bought another ticket from Bali to Kuala Lumpur but it was from like the airline I think it was like Saudi Arabian or something like that and then the flight had two domestic layovers in Saudi Arabia and we need a visa to do that because you're leaving and they the international sell airport. it online 
Yeah, but it was sold by a third party. Um, oh. Yeah. So I think the third party like mix and match the flight. And then we already looked up like, oh, do you need a visa to go to Saudi Arabia for labor? And the answer, technically, short, high level is no. But if it's a two-city layover, which maybe the airline wouldn't normally sell it, then you would yeah, need no, it. Yeah, no, they wouldn't, yeah. But nobody realized that because we looked it up like high level, but we didn't really like... Visas super... are so confusing. Yeah, and then... I think, too, like, I'm not familiar with, like, that area so that I didn't realize it. If it was, like, another country, maybe I would have realized it. But I thought, You should have oh, asked Eric. You should have asked Eric. Yeah. He would have known, you know? Yeah, it was just, like, oh, whatever, two cities. And then it was, like, I guess anybody could have sold that ticket because if it was another passenger who didn't need a visa, they would have been fine. Yeah. And so they checked that before he left Kuala Lumpur, and they're, like, no, you wouldn't be able to make it. And so... They looked at other options, but at that point, it just, like, wasn't worth it because, like, my parents weren't making it anyway. So we were like, okay, whatever. Like, oh, we'll just try again next time. Did you, do, did you do anything in London or you just left? No, so we let – so this is, like, we were still in the airport. We just landed. So I talked to my boy and I was like, okay, well, do we want to leave, like, or do we want to stay? Because, like, he already took, like, time off for, like, the week to, like, And that is an expensive stuff. flight, actually, for non-rev, relatively. Denver to London? Yeah. Like, it's, the taxes. Yeah, it's going there isn't bad, going oh, back yes, to out, the U.S. Yes. And, but obviously, if you go there, you have to go back, so it's the yep. same mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And so we were, and my boyfriend was like, no, let's just stay, like, it's whatever, like, we're already here, and we can, like, do our own thing. That's a good boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were already there, and, like, we, there's things we could do. Because mm-hmm. um, we decided that it just wasn't worth it to, like, buy my brother another ticket, because now this ticket is basically gone, and it still wasn't, like, a cheap ticket. They didn't give him money back at all? No. Oh, that's a third sucks. party. Yeah, the third 2K, party was one like, k. How much? Oh, it was way, It was more. More than two k. Yeah, because <gasps> yeah, you got robbed. That's yeah, because the third party, know. the third party was like, oh, we'll follow the airline's rules. But then when we contacted the airline, they were like, oh, you bought it a third party. Contacted a third party. So like, okay, it, like, it's it's got to be the third party that gets it back to. I think. Yeah, just did you buy it with a credit card? Oh, did yeah. So MX. No, so they're gonna try to dispute it, but I don't know what the chances of that are. It's. Depends on, like, I guess the credit card, maybe. Yeah, so we'll hopefully. See. I mean, it was your mistake, but... <laughs> it was. It, technic- it technically was, but it was just annoying. They shouldn't like, have sold it, it to you. But they wouldn't know. Yeah, the third That's party. I just don't it. know what, you know, third party, you never know what you mm-hmm. get into. Buy it through the airline, if you can. Yeah, I think if they at least put, like, a disclaimer saying, like, oh, you're having, like, two layovers in this country, like, check your visas. And then mm-hmm. that's then we would be more, like, meticulous about checking it. But we just looked up, oh, do you need a visa for this layover? And it's just like, no. Because technically, they don't usually sell, like, a layover in two domestic cities in that country when you actually need a visa. Sure, sure. Okay, so what did you do in London? So we got to London and... hold on. I have a really nosy question. (laughs) (laughs) How much money did you save by going to the third party versus buying the ticket with the airline? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I think it was my parents and my sister who booked it. I think the thing was there wasn't even any available flights. Like, that was uh, probably the only option. That's why it was already out of Kuala Lumpur Everything of out of was, Bali. when we were looking at just, like, general flights from Bali and, like, Singapore and Hong Kong, like, 20 to 40 oversold. Yeah. Or, like, twenty at least 20 to 40 non-revs and, like, completely full. Yeah, and I think the situation, too, was, like, yeah, there could have been better planning, but we weren't going to buy the plane tickets until we got the visa. And the UK visa only lasts six months. So it's not like we could have bought the ticket like seven months in advance 
and make the visa like three months in advance. I guess technically you can, but like we just didn't want to like waste the like usage time of the visa. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't know. It is what it is. So yeah, get back to uh, let's get back to what you did in London. How was London? Have you been there before? I think right. Yeah, so I've been to London, and then my boyfriend's like been briefly, but not like around the UK. So we were just like, I'm like a master planner. Like that's <laughs> what I want to call myself. So we were so we get there and we're like, hey, what are the things that we want to do, and then we'll make it happen. So we both like talked about the things we wanted to do, and so basically we ended up going from London to Wales. To Scotland. How many days? And then to Northern Ireland in six days. Wow. That's a yeah. good use of time. I want to yeah. know if there was any overlap of where you guys went. Well, I, I went to Wales. I went to Cardiff. Oh, no, we didn't go to Cardiff. Yeah, because I took the train, and that that was the easiest place to go to yeah. with train. That's what I did my first trip, just to say, like, I've been. Mm-hmm. But this time, there was, like, places we actually wanted to go in Wales, so then... We plan around getting to those places. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. were you like north of Wales? Because that's hard to get to with train. Yes, we went to Wrexham. So we went on. Is that north? I don't know. I don't know. I you went there. <laughs> Actually, I think that is like pretty north of yeah. Wales. Um. So we just went there, and then what did you do? Yeah, get to details. Like, tell us the whole thing. You said master planner over here. Yeah. So we started in London. We were there for like two days. I think so. After Belfast, we flew to London the next morning, and then from London, we flew to other places from there. Well, no, let's talk about it. This is a non of travel podcast, after all. Oh, okay. That's so true. after London, what was the plan? What were you doing? Yes. Yeah, so and and remind me, were you working? <laughs> did you yes. have to work during part oh, of this? Oh, you did. Or all yes, I, I thought did you took PTO. No way. No, I had. To you work. She doesn't have champ. PTO. Yeah, I had to work. So in London time, it was like three. It was three to like, I don't know, midnight or something like that. And we so. have meetings together, and honestly, like, she seemed like normal. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, so we just made sure that during the day I was back by like three and ready to like work. So I was just working the whole day. Did until you not night. sleep? It sounds like you had like very little sleep. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> it's like we just find time to sleep like wherever. We you have like pockets of sleep, yeah. not full sleep. Sort I think, of. I think you have like, I've never met. Well, I have, but you're one of the few people I've met that have almost as much energy, like about the same amount of energy as I do. <laughs> really? Would you agree though? Like most people, I feel like would sleep a lot more, and like, I don't know. I feel I generally have a cool lot of energy. Selena <laughs> yeah. would say no for one instance. Whenever apparently, oh, well, <laughs> like, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, and like late at night, like I get tired. Yeah. But, like, the daytime and stuff, like, I don't have to sleep that much, and then I'll have a lot of energy, even if I didn't sleep that much, usually. So, like, take some caffeine. I think when, like, I think when, like, traveling, too, is just, I'm excited to be there, that, like, I'm not there to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And we knew That's that. That's a good attitude. No, but we knew that coming <laughs> in, that, like, okay, is this a trip where we're going to be, like, relaxing and lounging, or is this, like, a, we want to see things, we want to be here places. Yeah. And we knew that we were only there for a certain amount of time. We just wanted to make the most out of it. But also, we don't want it to be, like, miserable. So it's finding that balance between, like, okay, we want to make the most of our time, but we also don't want to be, like, miserable because you don't want to not enjoy it. Like, Yeah. You're, like, the difference of a vacationer and a traveler. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So you're, like, the tra- you're a traveler. So, do tell, where did you go after London? So and after- was that in the plan always? No. That was improvised also. No, it was it was meant to be, like, after London... So my boyfriend went back to Denver, and then I was going to go home to Indonesia. Uh-huh. 
So I flew from London. I thought he went to Indonesia with you. No, my boyfriend went home. What about that? Wasn't that like a Qantas Fifth Freedom route that someone flew? Am I crazy? You? Did you fly it there? I flew Qantas, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. Okay. Sorry, I got confused. I thought I thought your boyfriend took that route. No, he went back to Denver. And then, what was my route again? I think I went from London, London to Singapore. London to Singapore on, on yeah. Qantas. So I went London to Singapore. It was super easy flight, super chill. And then... And how was Qantas? What would you... How would you rate, like, the airline and your non-nerve experience? It was great. It was super chill. And the flight attendants were super nice. It was easy. And then... Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything negative to say. It was fun. All right. <laughs> yeah. And then from Singapore, I bought a ticket back home. It was a three-hour flight. And Bali is home. Um, I know a lot of people love to go to Bali or want to go to Bali. What is it lo- like? Do you have recommendations? What do you, what's your thoughts about Bali? Like, Great question. Yeah. yeah. I think with our benefits, there's definitely multiple ways to get there. It's just making sure you have backup and like planning ahead because it is a long flight. Yep. But there's definitely, it's definitely possible to get there. I mean, but for the destination of Bali, like, what is your thought? What do you do how, when how, you get you there? there? Yeah. Well, you never really truly lived there, right? Yourself. Yeah, I grew up in Jakarta, and then my family moved there while I was already in the U.S. So I never lived there. I would just go home there. So what is it like with your parents living there and you visiting, like? Honestly, probably one of the biggest tourist destinations in the world. Yeah, it was super cool. I mean, we don't live, like, in the middle of, like, oh, everything. Oh, okay. Not, like, near, like, the very tourist part. Yeah, we're close, but we're not, like, there, there. Okay. I mean, every part of Bali is touristy, and it eventually spreads out, but I think we have, like, a separation. And we don't mind it. Like, we enjoy it. And there's definitely seasons that are busier than other seasons. But yeah, it's cool to be there. <laughs> it's, it's a cool place to go home to. Do you, I mean, do you like, do you ever do the touristy things in Bali and stuff? Growing up, yeah, but now not really. Yeah, you've like already been there, done that type of thing. Yeah. You don't need to redo it. So yeah. what touristy things are worth it? Yeah, is there anything that's like, yeah, worth it versus not worth it in Bali? What would you say? I don't know. I think it really depends. Like there's something for everyone. So it just really depends like what you're interested in because there's the more, like, eat, pray, love, like, side. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, and then there's, like, if you want to go out all night to, like, 4 a.m. Or if you want to Do they have the equivalent? You know what the full, full moon party is in Thailand? Oh, my god! Have you heard of that before? Yeah. Not, Do they have that equivalent in Bali? That's, like, all night. There's not, like, a specific. Oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah. Not all night. I said all. It could be any time. There, but there's no, like, designated, like, holiday like that. That'd okay. be cool, though. I want to go there. <laughs> let's do it let's make it feel like we're in our early 20s again well are you in your early 20s i, mean, I, I think am. you are <laughs> well I, I guess i'm not, I'm like literally just got out of the early 20 and yeah. 25 now so but i don't know it would be fun trip like do the crazy thing backpacker stuff yeah since we know so many people from bangkok too <laughs> i'm down okay so you're in bali and you work from bali which is crazy working on this other side of the clock would you do it again are you taking PTO next time? <laughs> no, I would. I don't mind it because at least it's not taking time out of the day necessarily because I would start at, what was it, like 9 or 10 until like 6. I mean, it does take time of the day because I have to like sleep eventually. 
Mm. But it's not, like, the worst thing. If I have the options to, like, do that for a month, like, I would definitely take the opportunity because I get to be with my family. But obviously, why would I not want to just rather be on time off rather than have to work? Yeah, of course. Yeah, if you, you had more PTO. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not the worst thing. It's just obviously you don't have as much daytime. So how was the way back then? Now you just recently got back. You flew back on the weekend and went back right to work on Monday. Yep, I was there Monday morning. <laughs> and how did and how was the flight back? How was it non revenue You non revenue back? Yeah, I non revenue back, and the flight was super chill as well. I think I basically just planned every single possible route out of Singapore because it was the closest city that had more options than Bali. So it just gave me like more chances in case like one route doesn't work. And and Emirates was super full out of. Yeah. DPS. I gave up on that. Oh, okay. I gave up on that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It was super full. So we were like, it's just not worth the risk. Plus, in Singapore, if I don't make one route, I can hop on the next one. So there was just more options. And so I think I had four routes that could have worked from Singapore. And so I just thought I was going to go on the first route and go from there, basically. And then so I flew to Singapore and then tried the first flight and then made it all the way. Back to Denver. Was Singapore there. through Etihad, yeah? There's a story, though. You got to give us, a, like, a high level of that story, too, because you told me the story about the Etihad flight. Oh, yeah. My flight from Singapore to Abu Dhabi on Etihad, the person beside me, she was something else. Like, she was super nice. I, like, talked to her in the beginning, and she was super friendly. And then we had, like, a little thing where, like, the plane was on the runway for a whole hour with no AC and they were like trying to fix it. Sorry, not on the runway. It was still on the gate. But so people were starting to like really just heat up like literally because it was so hot and everybody was like fanning themselves and people started getting dizzy. And this is when things went downhill. She was just like yelling at everybody and then was like, I mean, after you've been sitting on a plane for an hour with no AC and everything was so stuffy, like I get it. But it was, like, the whole flight. Like, where's the food? Like, where's this and where's that? And I was like... Like, she would yell, like, she would yell at them? No, she would just, like, passive-aggressively talk to the flight attendants. And some of the flight attendants would take it and just, like, make a joke out of it. But some of the flight attendants were just like, well, you just gotta wait. And then I was like... Is she, like, the equivalent... Honey, you're in economy. Is she, like, literally the equivalent of, like, snapping at a waiter? You know, like... To just, like, take care of me, even though, like, sort who are of. you? Sort of. And I, I just felt so bad the whole time. I was just like, it's not the flight attendant's fault. <laughs> and remind me, what was the exit row people? Was that, tell me about them, too, because that, that was funny. Wait, which one was the exit row people? They didn't want to move to the exit row. They were mad about it, oh, asked for a refund. Yeah, so this was the flight from abu dhabi to chicago and it was a long flight it was like 15 hours or something like that can you this is what well, sorry let's just run a this is like a two-week period you flew to london you flew from belf wait you flew two flights inner like london to ireland and back yeah and then you flew to uh bali then bali back to singapore then Singapore to Etihad, then Etihad, or sorry, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, and then Abu Dhabi to Chicago, and then Chicago back to Denver. Yeah. How That's like, I think you spent three days out of your trip on the plane. Yeah, my flight back was like 30 hours. Oh my gosh. But 
I'm glad just glad it worked out because I basically only had one chance to make it back by Monday for work. <laughs> there was no room for error. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pro. No, but tell yeah, tell us about the story about the that cup that people on the Abu Dhabi to Chicago. Yeah, so I was seated. I was in an aisle row, so I was really happy about it. And then there was just so much commotion going on, and I have no idea like what we're doing, what are we waiting for. But I think they were waiting for like people through clearance, security, whatever. I don't know. And then these two ladies were just, like, causing a scene. And I was like, what's going on? So, obviously, I was trying to listen. Because <laughs> I just felt bad. All, like, all the flight attendants were trying to, like, address the situation. But apparently, they got moved from, like, one of the, f- clo- like, front seats in economy. It wasn't any upgraded seat. It was just, like, a normal seat, like, further in the front of the plane to, like, a little bit behind in the plane. But they were on an exit row. Mm-hmm. And this isn't, like, a regular exit row. This is, like, the exit row between, like, the sections. So they had, like, plenty of, like, leg room. Yeah. And so they were complaining because if you're on an exit row, you don't have the, like, back seat pocket of the seat in front of you. So they were like, well, I don't know. Like, we, we don't have any place to put our phones. And where are we going to put our belongings? <laughs> and I was like, am I, like, hearing this right? Like, who's complaining that they got moved to an exit row because they don't know where to put their phone like I was just so confused and then the flight attendant was like they were moving everything above like the overhead so maybe they can move their stuff from where the original seat was to the seat then they're like hey once we take off you can literally like take half your home and put it under you you just Mm -hmm. can't do it right now you just have to wait till we take off and they're like yeah but I don't know like where to put this and this and like where do I put my bag and I'm like they were like ma'am we just told you you can put it like by you after like we take off but they were so upset they were like oh i like i can't believe this like we want we, we want our seats back I, I don't i don't honestly know what the deal was and then eventually they asked the flight attendant if they could get a refund a refund for their ticket yeah they're like well we got moved so like can we get a refund and I was did like, you make it here <laughs> guess the nationality that's messed up it's american <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say anything about that <laughs> and then i was like what i would have of offered to switch because why would I not want to sit in the exit row but the two of them wanted to stay together so they didn't want to like split up and I was just so confused the whole time I was like why are you complaining but I don't know maybe there's other reasons people don't sit in the exit row I don't know sounds like a whirlwind trip like yeah first of all it was nice that like you were able to go and not have to take PTO and like even though it probably sucked to work at the same time because when you were telling me this whole story not once did I think she was working the, during the whole trip yep so I was in like and I just have to say zones. she for anyone that's listening including managers <laughs> she was incredibly productive I saw no <laughs> gaps in productivity on our region management <laughs> no literally I was there on our calls on time yep I was yeah. I didn't even know she was out of the country really <laughs> no I did I did <laughs> All right. Well, um, we have some fun rapid-fire questions for you uh, to round off the episode. Uh, first one is, what is your favorite airline? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Good good answer. Great, great way to start any, it. Any airline that's going to get me there. What about a favorite air? Do you have a favorite airport or that you've been in? Okay. So I fly into DFW a lot. So I love DFW Airport. It's just so quick and easy. It's clean. Like, you get there, you get out of there. Super quick, convenient. But Changi Airport, since I went there recently, obviously, like, everybody loves that airport. So Yep. You got to fly there someday. 
Millie. Oh, I do. Singapore. Yeah, yeah, it's the nicest airport in the world. They have butterfly, yeah. gar- butterfly garden, cactus yeah. garden, movie I've seen theater. Yeah. It's it's really clean and well efficient. But yeah. DFW, I actually is absolutely one of my favorites because you can get in and out super quick. Mm-hmm. And then that SkyTrain thing is, in my experience, very efficient. Yeah. And super easy. Yeah. So it's like in the, all the u- terminals are uniform and then they have all connected by that thing. So it's like pretty minimal walking so that's like all the things i like in an airport that's true it's minimal walking yeah (laughs) that makes me sound so lazy (laughs) okay um what about favorite airplane snack okay i just like sleep i don't have time to what about no southwest or like delta like the biscoff cookie or the southwest snack mix or the frontier water cup (laughs) (laughs) i do i used to really love the biscoff cookies but I had so many of them that I got sick of it, so I can't yep. eat it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm of the same opinion. I remember when Sweet. they used to give us hot, like, this was when I was, a like, a kid, when I used to, like, travel as a kid. But they used to give us, like, hot cookies. Did you ever get that? Midwest oh. Airlines did that. Yeah. Hot chocolate chip cookies. Yes. Wait, where, where, where were you traveling? I feel like it wasn't Midwest travel. I, th- I think it was, like, traveling from Hawaii to the United States. Yeah, I mean. I got a warm cookie. Spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, warm cookies, literally, if you've ever had them on the airplane, are the best thing mm-hmm. in the world. Because it's the, just the same as the ground. <laughs> Japan Airlines, I like their food. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, mean, I would imagine that they are very, like, yeah. they I love have their good food. quality food. There's some international airlines that I don't really like the food. I'm not picky. I eat anything, but I love the Japan Airlines food. Um, are you a get to the airport right right before the flight or get there early, chill, maybe? I know I don't think you go to the lounge, but... Like, get there early or just right before the flight kind of thing? Early. Really? Oh. Yeah. And you just sit in the, la- in the airport? Well, no, I just make sure I get there enough time. Like, what's early? Not, like, what's rushing. early to you? What's your number? Before the like, flight, two hours it departs. The- two, two hours? What? What, do you, what time do you guys get to That's the how long early if I, I if get I don't, there. If there's no lounge, lounge <laughs> uh, I've gotten there when the flight's boarding. <laughs> what? Okay. I just sometimes I Do park my car. No. Okay. First park, mistake. Let's get just you kidding. pre-check. I can't get pre-check. Oh yeah, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I feel bad for asking now. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, well, sometimes use I your just badge. Get, no, I do. I get there oh, okay. like early enough because I have to like park my car and this and that. Like, I just plan. Like, I'd rather be there than like sit at home because either way I'm sitting. So like, I'd rather sit and already be there than sit at home. There's no you, difference. That's fair. You know, make your night life more fun or comfortable. What? You know what I'm gonna say? The lounges. Yeah. <laughs> Go to, okay. If you're gonna get their tours early, okay, you may as well get have, there, a, like... have a meal, have a drink, be in a nice peaceful environment. The thing is, I don't get there early enough to be able to like sit for hours in a lounge and two hours before okay, you but do. I think especially with flying non rev, like I'd rather sit in the gate and like see what's going on rather than like sit in the lounge. But Especially when Last you, time at the gate, the better. Espe- no, especially when you know where <laughs> the gate is. I'd rather sit in the gate, but in other airports, when you don't know the gate until an hour before, then I can see, like, I'd rather sit in the lounge because, like, like, there's nowhere else I need to be. But I don't know. I think I'm just too, like, I'd rather be there and not miss it. I think also because when I was younger, I we used to do that with my family, and then one of the lounges, like, their speakers broke. And this was, like, before you can do everything, like, on your phone, like when you know now you can see every single thing going on. Like you know when it's boarding, you know yeah. all that. This was like before, and you had to like listen to the speakers, 
and I think they like missed an announcement or like their speaker wasn't working so we missed our flight and it was just like maybe I'm traumatized from that I don't know oh interesting that's interesting you used to go to the lounge but then now you're like I don't care that's that's a unique perspective. Yeah, now I feel like I can't go back. Like, <clears throat> I wouldn't like to go, like, not have lounge access. Well, I think I for me, see. it's like the spending, the spending of the food and stuff. If you're going to be there a long time, then I feel like I need to buy something mm-hmm. if I'm not in the lounge. I can see that. I mean, next time, if I would have to, like, wait not in the gate, like in other airports, how they do that, then I would love to go to lunch because there's not really like place for you to like charge your laptop and all that stuff mm-hmm. but i feel like that's true when you go there you can't go back but that's why i'm not there yet <laughs> <laughs> ask if there's an aisle or if you're like aisle or window oh, okay so um i think the last one is do you like aisle or window and then we'll put middle seat in there too even though no one picks it <laughs> Middle, just kidding. <laughs> Definitely the aisle. I'm edgy. <laughs> Definitely the aisle. I like to be able to like leave in and out without having like wake people up or like tell people to like get up. I just don't like doing that. So I'd rather get up for people than like have to wake people up or something. Is that even for short flights? Yeah, I'd rather sit in really? the aisle and have more space. Interesting. Does it bother you when people close the window shade? On, like, takeoff and landing? No, I'm asleep, remember? I cannot believe the sleeping. Mm-hmm. You need to meet my friend. Have you met? You need to meet my friend, uh, Kayla. She, She's able to sleep, like, before they take off. And that yeah, sounds like you. Me. That's crazy. You guys literally look similar, too. <laughs> Why? You do. Similar personality, dress similar. <laughs> That's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Well, most of the times I'm, like, tired, too, before these yeah. flights. Like. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> All right. Well, one last tip, and I know you it's a great tip, and I was really I want you to share this with the listeners. A parting tip for our listeners um of how to save money on accommodations. Yeah, so I think that's uh I think you guys talk a lot about the hotel benefits and things like that. But I recently discovered there's like these other ways where there's groups for people who want to do like swaps, so like you can swap like your home with their home or whatever and sometimes they can do it like different times we've never done that but other they would also do swaps with like other services so like i do photography and so they'd be open to swapping like new photos for their listing and then they'd let us stay for like a night or two so we try to do that if we can but have you ever been successful yeah yeah Yeah. we've done that but it's definitely like a hit or miss if people like want to do that or not because i know some people would rather like have the money from like a booking but if your place is going to be empty anyway, there's really, like, nothing. And you do it you do it close in, so they probably wouldn't get booked. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, any other services that they swap? <laughs> I don't know. That's the only one I've done. <laughs> you have to check the website for yourself. Just kidding. Um, anyways, well, uh, I, think, I think that wraps it up. Thank you so much for joining us and um, telling us your fun stories. Yes, thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Um, Yeah, and hopefully we'll have another guest coming up soon. He's going to be a good one. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, give us a follow on Instagram. (laughs) We'll tell you after. Uh, Give us a follow on Instagram and uh, share this podcast with your friends and family and coworkers. Um, Thanks for listening to this episode of Standby Secrets. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.